Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three hosts from three shows cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, joined by the host of Seasoned Gaming's BitCast, the man who gave Biomutant a nine, my big brother and yours, Mr. Ainsley Bowden, Porsche Power. Hello, sir. I did. Good evening, everyone. Big whoop. You want to fight about it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. I did get by you tonight. Feel free to DM me. My DMs are open. Um, we can talk about it. But yes, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm ready to chat some games. We got E3 coming up. It's exciting. Um, I'm ready to go. I'm, I stoked myself. And I do want to talk about that nine, not because of the, you gave it a nine, but I like the process and the conversation there uh, for sure. But I do not want to fight about it. I've seen you flexing on on the old uh, Twitter page, and I am intimidated, sir. I'm intimidated. <laughs> the host of the PlayStation Trophy Room or Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, which you should rate five stars on iTunes. He'll give you the whole spiel for sure. If Apple Mr. lets you. If Apple lets you. <laughs> Mr. Bad Take. Hello, Joseph Moran. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, and I want to get to Ains, not for the Biomutant, but every time you start this intro, Ains is looking away, and for some reason trying not to laugh, I feel, and it's every time. me, and I'm like, now I want to laugh, you yeah. know? I think I've laughed in every intro, and it's it usually, it's not because it Luke's doing anything wrong, it's usually because of something stupid we were talking about mm-hmm. just prior to doing the intro, which is still making me laugh. Yeah, that's that is resoundingly fair, and nothing can be more true for our we'll show. We'll fill you in on it later, Luke. Oh boy! Oh, something else. There's something else. I oh, there's something know. extra this week too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh boy. It's fine. Oh boy. It's fine. We can move oh, on. Goodness, gentlemen, we've got a lot to talk about. As of the today's recording, we now have the schedule for E3. We know about God of War being delayed. We've got the Summer Game Fest and the branding wars that will be the gaming news. If I'm being very honest, gents, I think that this year's E3 show, followed by next year's E3 show, they have the potential, in my mind, to be the absolute best E3s to date. Because of the recovery this year, all the news being condensed versus stretched out, people want to make a big splash, consoles are back on track, and then next year, we could have people being in person yet again as a big major trade show uh, where games and dev teams have been firing on all cylinders with current now current gen hardware um i'm really excited really excited after seeing the schedule uh what are you guys thinking go ahead joe i feel nothing i actually (laughs) am like complete opposite i actually think this this year is going to be rather barren like i don't think there's going to be too too much i think it's just going to be a lot of updates on games that have been in development or close to being released uh-huh. Before you keep before you keep sharing your thoughts in your explaining of this, will you also address um, if that maybe parallels Sony's slate, given that they have kind of two major AAA ones this year, and see if that parallels your thoughts also? I'm curious if it's impacting you. That's why I'm asking. Go ahead. No, like you know, Sony Sony having just two AAA's this year or not being at the conference definitely made it feel weird when it first or they first announced they weren't going to do it. But the reason why is this, I take a look at what's happening right now between E3 or the ESA and and the Summer Games Fest, and both of them trying to kind of, you know, fight for mindshare. And I'm taking a look at people like, you know, Ubisoft, Gearbox, Microsoft, with their joint Bethesda announcement that's going to run 90 minutes, Um, Square, Warner Brothers. These are all... From what I figure, 
going to be smaller shows with more updates to things they've already announced. So like with Ubisoft, like, you know, we're going to see Far Cry 6. We're going to probably see Quarantine and then maybe um, uh, Riders Republic or something else. I think these are going to be smaller shows. And with that, my excitement is just like ground level. Let me just I'll, I'll get excited if something's there, but I'm not expecting, you know, the big Keanu Reeves reveal here. This so year. this, you're talking the whole week. You're just like, yeah. all right. You're thinking it's just going to be updates. And maybe here, I'm sure you have some 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 bangers some announcements as they were. here. There, shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, some some cool announcements here or there, but I think for the most part, it is just going to be more of what we've shown. Some reassurance for other titles, and again, like some some big stuff but it's not going to be like yeah i'm not thinking this is going to be what it was it like 2016 you know at playstation where they showed you you know uh final fantasy shenmue and all that so that's where i'm at right shenmue. now right? shenmue three <laughs> remember absolute triple a banger right there remember god damn it <laughs> and they crowdfunded up. it but it also had sony yeah oh man well, that like, show that I- show still is the most bizarre to me because people got so hyped over that show and yet nothing they showed was even close to release Shenmue was being crowdfunded you didn't even know what Kojima was doing Final Fantasy was like three and a half years away it's like why are people so hyped over this I didn't get it I was lost I've not understood a lot of the Sony specific to E3 hype I mean walking around playing the flute going from church session to church session that was real bad but doesn't matter. They deliver every time they put yeah, something. The games out. deliver, and their their booth was always really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the shows have been hit or miss for me. But regardless, Very it is weird. Like don't you think it's weird that we don't have, even after today with Summer Games Fest and E3, um, and all these other ones you guys just talked through? PlayStation, outside of their little announcements this week on Horizon God of War and the studios in terms of like conferences or shows or state of play, there's, there's nothing. I, I figured they would have announced something by now. Yeah, that is yeah. odd. It's, it's odd that there's no news about what they're thinking. Mm. Yeah. Know? Cause they're talking about a there, bunch yes. of games coming this fall. Right. Yeah. And you've got the whole world watching everyone else. Yeah. We, I think we talked before that they would do their own thing in the same time frame, right? But they haven't even announced that. I wonder if they're just going to wait until all this blows over and do something like next month. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's what I I would think. Some like end of the month, beginning of July yeah. and have their own little mini celebration. But again, even there I'm just like I'm like, I'll be excited cuz I'm a PlayStation fan, but like I'm not over the moon or expecting to see the second coming. I I I feel like a lot of it to me and I think it, it, a lot of people have been like temper expectations, temper expectations, just temper them because you know, uh, uh, Danny O'Dwyer, I keep on beating this drum, but he, he, he said, you know, whether it's a game early in development or a game that's later in development, uh, the global panorama has really affected the way that people are developing games and it's delaying the process by months on out. So to me, I'm just not expecting a lot because I understand that, again, the Rona has really affected development on these games. So I'm just even figuring how long does a vertical slice of game X, Y, or Z actually take and can actually be delivered at E3. Um, That's what runs through my mind. 
at least. And that's why I'm just like, eh. All right, so I want to let's let's share with the listener or viewer uh, a couple tidbits as far as this schedule goes. We know that on June 12th, the day before what I would argue is the biggest true kickoff day, which is the Xbox Bethesda showcase on the 13th, June 12th will have a Ubisoft and Gearbox uh, offering information on their content. Uh, the following day, June 13th, seems to be the big one with the Xbox Bethesda showcase, followed by the Square Enix Presents. Uh, event followed by uh, we believe the PC gaming and future game show and somewhere in there will be uh, announcements from Warner Brothers games including Back for Blood and 24 Entertainment uh, you have to think you'll see Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights there the 14th will have will be the Gorilla Collective which you're, if you're unfamiliar that's an indie showcase that, that a lot of developers from my understanding tune into Take 2 and Capcom also take place on that Monday June 14th and then June 15th will be Nintendo and Bandai Namco. That is a one, two, three, four-day window with a lot of potential announcements or a lot of, if you're if you're in Joe's camp, game stuff. You know, game stuff of, of varying degrees. And I'm not diminishing your thoughts, Joe. Um, yeah. Despite knowing all of this, it's interesting that we don't know plenty more given that we're a week and a half out. And the ESA actually put out uh, a tweet over on E3's official Twitter, and they said, we would love to have a complete schedule with every time listed on it, but announcing days and times is 100% the prerogative of many partners participating in this year's show. So we'll keep updating you uh, here as they choose to reveal so you can stay in the loop. Cool? Question mark. Yeah. Uh, end quote. And that is a weird vibe if they're the ones running the show and even they don't have some of the info or they're not regulating how the information's. Do you it see is. why my expectations are level? We don't even know how long these shows are. Uh, don't know anything other than the days that they premiere. That's kind of why I wanted to premiere. say it. Because anybody that's listening right now to you might have been wondering why you were so so mute on it. Um, yeah. Ains, you're a longtime viewer of, of, of E3. Now, Ains, why? you're a longtime viewer of E3. Why well, I got to be, well, be the old one? You're seasoned, man. You're seasoned. You're a gamer that's seasoned. Um have you ever been a week or so out from E3 where you haven't known some of this stuff the way that you do now? Um, no, but I think there's a reason for that. Um, obviously, going digital is different than being there, right? So it's mm -hmm. it's easier to move times around if you have to, especially if some of these things are pre-recorded rather than stage shows, right? Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is there's more of them. Uh, E3 used to be, I mean, when you're if you're going back years and years. You would have Xbox had their big thing, PlayStation had their big thing, and Nintendo had their big thing, right? And then you had the three-day E3 conference, which was kind of everything else. Um, but really, mostly major publishers, right? As you were just talking through that, right? We never used Gearbox. Why is Gearbox doing their own thing? <laughs> um, Warner Brothers doing their own thing. Uh, we now have the PC gaming show, right? The future game show. Indie Showcase, Take-Two doing their own thing, Capcom. None of these companies years ago used to do big conferences or have their own dedicated slot. They would so solely partner with one of the big three, right? Um, and I have to wonder, saying that, right, if with Xbox and Bethesda kind of taking up the air in the room in terms of their first party because it's so big now and PlayStation not doing a conference anymore, um, I wonder if some of these third parties are thinking, hey, we have to do our own thing now. They don't, you know, they don't have enough space really in the big three to kind of partner with them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's added to that's a little long winded. But, you know, I think there's reasons why it's a little up in the air compared to what it used to be. 
So yeah. I wonder if we would not see them have their own thing if PlayStation was having a show. Because that's I can what, see Warner Brothers. Right, but I'm but I mean specifically it's PlayStation. Like he doesn't even listen. No, I'm hundred percent <laughs> listening. I'm hundred percent listening. However, typically we'd see some of those people being divided up between the big three. Yeah. But right. Sony not having a big slate this year and not having a show this year, I mean, that's where I would see them doing marketing deals with WB stuff. I would see yeah. them pulling in Gearbox because well, they're the not having their own. Square Enix. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Square Enix like a sure. lot of, a lot of their partnerships are with Square and WB. I think WB PlayStation has the marketing rights to uh, Gotham Knights and mm-hmm. um, the, the Harry Potter thing. So, and I believe they yeah. have that PS4 exclusive uh, Babylon's Fall. Right, yeah. isn't that yeah. that's the thing we heard about at one point? It's got to be PS5 by now, I would think. Babylon's Fall, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and that's Square Enix announced that today, right? That that's going to mm-hmm. be shown during their show. So, um, yeah, I, it's just different. That's all. Um, in terms of hype stuff, I'm always hyped. Um, mm-hmm. I try and did keep my expectations in check, but I just get excited for game news, man. I'm I'm weird. Uh, yeah. That I'm like a little kid with this stuff. Um, it could literally just be the Xbox and Bethesda conference, and I'd still be hyped because a couple reasons. One, it's 90 minutes, so it feels like they're doing a full conference like we would have seen in person, right? They're just mm-hmm. doing it digitally. But the big thing for me is Halo. We're going to get Halo. We're going to get multiplayer, and that is the core of where I will be this fall, day in and day out. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm yeah. super excited to see that. I'm really excited to see Starfield finally. Um, you know, and obviously I'm hoping for things. Uh, I'm a big Psychonauts fan. I'm a big Banjo fan. Uh, so these are all IPs that are near and dear to my heart that I'm excited about. Uh, Nintendo, I'm more curious. It's great that they're doing their normal thing. They're doing a conference and they're doing Treehouse Live, exactly what they would do in a normal E3 year. Uh, I just don't know what they're going to show. I really need to see something out of them that interests me because um, they haven't done much for me lately. And I don't really care about Breath of the Wild 2, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So I know I'm in the minority there, of course. But um, Square Enix, we'll see. I mean, if PlayStation just bought them, I, I don't know why they why they haven't at this point. <laughs> they make every deal with PlayStation just just become part of PlayStation, so we can get it over with. Um, I know you guys got to be hyped about Gotham Knights potentially showing back up, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There, oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of places that I am ecstatic about this this E3 week, as it were. There's a lot of potential. Uh, moments and pillars that I will lean on for the next year and a half or, or, or two years that yeah, I'm just I think, thrilled about. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that's the point. Is like I get exactly what Joe you're saying about it doesn't feel like the same kind of big attention grabbing um, ge- uh, generation changing announcements are on deck. I don't think we're mm-hmm. going to necessarily get those, but I do think we are going to see tens and tens of games that I will definitely be playing and mm-hmm. loving. Um, including some of the biggest IPs I love. So that's what's exciting to me. Even if we don't get those revolutionary announcements, um, and who knows, we might, but mm-hmm. even if we don't, I'm still going to be excited just about the games. I don't yeah. want to go through every single, you know, like what do we expect to see at the PC gaming show, that kind of thing. But I think there are a few that weren't kind of like separating and sparsing out a, f- a few topics here. Uh, Ubisoft being a big one. They're going on June 12th, the day before the xbox and bethesda showcase they're the first big one the first big one is probably exactly how you should put that and you have to expect that whatever they showcase in their show you're going to see more of later on in the week in other places pc gaming xbox where what have you ubisoft of course we know they're going to be showing uh the 
new Rainbow Six thing that has been been retitled what was formerly known as Quarantine, which is yep. understandable why they change it. They talked about having some surprises in their showcase. You have to think we'll see more about Far Cry. As far as surprises go, I think Pie in the Sky for me would be Splinter Cell, but I just I don't have any hope anymore. Like really and truly. I got nothing. I got I've so heard. many of us have said it for so many years now. It's like, we've just given up. It's like, okay, whatever. Right. Right. Um, and I don't even know that I love Splinter Cell anymore. I feel like they've beaten that out of me. <laughs> I know? do think I'm the only person on the planet who's excited for Riders Republic. I'm, I'm there. I'm with you. Are you? I'm okay. excited. Yeah. All right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I love that kind of stuff because it's just dumb fun. Um, yeah. And if it plays well and kind of performs, it'll be great fun with friends. Um, and I do hope to see whatever skull and bones has become that ain't happening that's not <laughs> happening i don't see that I happening don't ever. You, don't, you don't think we even ever. see a teaser or an updated trailer for it nope really nope. I, I, I disagree think, with you guys i think we do yeah no i i don't i don't think we see that i'd be very even doubtful we see uh beyond good and evil to be honest oh that well. yeah that that, game's that one's kind of a mess but that's skull and bones skull and bones was literally on the show floor in 2018, I played it. Um, yeah. So we're years later. Now. They delayed it. They delayed it till 2023. I, I know. I know. And that's why we. I. I don't think we're seeing anything until 2022 for that game. I. I you know what? Even when I just said because <laughs> I just looked it up, it's like yeah. Be be on the lookout for quarantine. Be on the lookout for uh, was it Riders Republic and then so much more or whatever or Far Cry Six. Yeah, I don't know what the so much more is other than like another Mario Rabbids game. But this one does have me a bit excited because I've generally in the past like two, three years have actually really dug the Ubisoft conference. And so yeah, I'm 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 excited to see what surprises they may have in store for All us. because of Just Dance, isn't it? All be- dude, Just Dance, yeah. <laughs> Big Just Dance freak over here. Ubi's <laughs> this weird company though, where some of their games are just just damn good fun we can play them and get in there for for tens and dozens of hours uh where but they're also very games as servicey and typically i don't march to the beat of more than one games of service at a time usually avengers um i am playing avengers right now we'll talk about that later for sure um because i know i know that yeah i don't want to have that argument now so let's get through this first but there's no argument argument. all right uh but they like think about all their games are very content steady content steady stream of, of revenue and it's weird it's it's just they're a weird company because they very much go at the times they'll launch on any system ever engage uh wii u whatever engage. they'll do whatever <laughs> um, but yeah six and a, six or seven people remember that system um but it, it they're just a weird company but they have the potential to be my favorite showcase of this year or the one that I forget fastest, you know, because it's on day one and like whatever. Could I'm one nothing. of those people that thinks Ubisoft gets a little unnecessary flack. Um, I get their games that, you know, we joke that they're Ubisofty, right? They're templated. Uh, you mm-hmm. do a lot of similar things in the open world, you know, track mm-hmm. down markers. I get all that. But they do deliver big games. Um, you look at Assassin's Creed, you look at Far Cry, you look at Watch Dogs Legion. Um, they do deliver big games. They do deliver lots of content, like you just said. Mm-hmm. They do deliver a lot of post-launch content for fans of those series, right? Where you can keep going back to the game, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of fan service content, like Aiden Pierce coming back and Watch Dogs One. You've got the 
shout outs to uh, Assass in Assassin's Creed. You've got all kinds of like flashbacks and things that reference other things. Um, and even though they monetize, each of their games has a store and you can buy stuff, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, it doesn't almost in all cases, it doesn't impact your single player experience mm -hmm. um, or your experience like division. You could buy a ton of outfits, but that game is just loaded to the brim with content and has been added to for a couple years now for free. Um, okay. And on top of all that, they're the only company from third party publishers that has updated all of their major titles for new hardware. Mm. Um, so for free again. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I don't get why they get so much flack. I, I get they need to be a little more creative, but it feels like they're doing that. That's why they delayed yeah. Skull and Bones, right? Yeah. So. I'm right there with you. I don't know why they get at that much uh, crap too, because like I love a good Ubisoft open world. Like yeah. now that like I'm about to get back into Valhalla after falling off, um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm really excited. This is the summertime. I've got nothing else to do. Let's let's go into Valhalla once more. And yeah, maybe and you know you can get tens of hours of more enjoyment out of it. Absolutely. So like, yeah, I'm. I, I like the Ubisoft conference, man. I I don't understand the. You know, I don't understand the hate either. I, I don't. I, th I don't think they get hate. I really don't think or, they get hate. I think they get yeah. written off. Written off might be it, and that even, might even be what I'm doing. But I think the reason that I'm doing that is because it's a lot of times Ubisoft is more of the same but better than before. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and I'm down for that. I, I mean, I even commented like Far Cry Six um, when I last spoke about it on on XEB. I was talking about how like it doesn't really look all that thrilling to me. It looks like a Far Cry game, and I'm down to play it. You know, but I'm not like that's brand new. I've got to have that new thing. No, it looks like more of the same, but better than before. And yeah. and I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, but we'll see. Skull and Bones, Beyond Good and Evil, Splinter Cell. These are potential big hits, or or any others for them. I'll, I'll be curious to see what they deliver. Gearbox. I don't know. Do a magic show. It's hard not to write yeah, them. What off. are they doing? Why is Gearbox Dude. doing their own show? That's why I was like, like, what are the odds that? Randy Pitchford does a magic trick inside of Medieval <laughs> Times. Oh. I said Medieval Times just to make it a little riskier, but you know him. He'll lean into the joke. Yeah. Oof. I do, I do not know what's going to happen there because Borderlands 3 is the only thing they've got going for them right now that I'm aware of, unless I'm blanking on something. And Borderlands no, they, 3... ETs that they're working on 4, Borderlands 4, but obviously that would be nowhere near ready to show. So, but It's but, not the right time for it. It's not the, the right time for it. The Take Two financial report from a few weeks ago showed four projects that are releasing before March of 2022, and one of them was from Gearbox. So, don't know what it is, but they obviously have some big game coming out in the next eight months. Battleborn Two. <laughs> it's it's hard to get excited for Gearbox in a very different way than it, it can be difficult to to be stoked for Ubisoft. I yeah. think. Alien Colonial Marines too, you know. I mean, can't believe it. I spent five dollars to just find out about that game. We talked about this. Still spent too much. Still spent too much. You're damn right. I did. <laughs> Oof, what a mistake. Now June 13th, guys. This is the one that I am just losing my mind about. I am so excited for this because finally we're going to have a condensed window of time for video game news. And then that Sunday is it, it's like it was built for Luke Lore. Because we've got the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Uh, Joe and I are going to be, be doing a, a stream over on his Twitch channel for, for Trophy Room, I believe, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah Luke yeah. Smiles made me do it, yeah. 
I'm trophy sure room, trophy sure room is doing the Xbox show. I like it. I like he's it. he's yeah, indulging sure. me uh, <laughs> and letting me join him. So I'm I'm still. He literally, he literally said, "Hey, can we stream?" And I and I think my response was like, "Sure." <laughs> yeah, sure. We because last sounds year we well did. organized, guys. I'm in. What do you it's expect right now? What do you? It's Casco Op Six, man. <laughs> what do you expect <laughs> from us? Um, but you know that's happening. That's going to be a 90 minute showcase. We'll probably see some great stuff. Deep dives. Uh, maybe not deep dives, but we'll see the essentially the reintroduction of Halo Infinite to the masses, which I'm very curious to find out how they go about doing that. We'll see what Bethesda is bringing to the show floor as far as stuff for this and next year. Like, what are they doing short and long term? And more importantly to me, how are they operating in conjunction with Xbox now that they're kind of under this umbrella? We'll find out something I would have to imagine about some of the IP that we already uh, are aware of, but, but what's going on with Fable? What's happening with Hellblade? Will we see something about uh, some of the IP that have been rumored to, to be resurfacing? You mentioned Banjo. We know oh, Perfect Darker. Uh, we know Perfect Rumors are going to see a Valve. Ru- yep, I've heard that one as well. Rumors um, are never wrong, by the way. <laughs> never yeah, once. Never once. Halo is the interesting one as far as how they decide to introduce it. I'm interested on a, a stepping back spectacle element. How are you going to showcase this? Because you've got to showcase single and multiplayer. Two questions for both sure. of you guys. Do they announce the date for the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta? Yes or no? No. No. Okay, I'm a yes. So uh, the second is when they talk about multiplayer, do they tease Battle Royale? Yes. No. <laughs> I don't even know the answer to that one myself. I'm curious, but I don't. I, I, I hope here's what do. I think. They're going to tease another event like a halo specific event that event will have when the beta comes out i think you think it you think at e3 they're gonna during halo they're gonna tease another event yeah i think what they do is they say and we'll have more on that for you in july not so it's not like a tease so much saying hey we're gonna give you a uh, an xbox direct about halo at some point i think that needs to be the strategy don't make this show this 90 minute show 15 20 minutes of infinite that's no too much. i think it's supposed to be what we're hearing is a few minutes like six seven minutes i would presume i think seven is some, a sweet spot. and more yeah. later yeah yeah and then okay. we can, we'll show you more at an event in july or something like that like i'd be all in on that don't get me wrong but like I when we know they're it. playing it we know yeah. they're playing it right now they've already tweeted devs have tweeted they've that they're been playing. playing it yeah right yeah, yeah. and you'd have to think if it was if it was ready, if it was ready last year, but not refined, like if it was very playable last year, you'd have to think, of course, they're doing something with it. Um, I just want this to be a showcase piece for the Xbox Series S and X. And so I'm, I'm so happy about this year delay they did um, now that I've come to peace with it. Right now, the other stuff that's in this showcase is what I'm most interested on. The stuff that we don't know. Do we find out about a Forza? Do we find out about some of these IP that are in the dark. What are your what are your thoughts on what we'll see here? Practical thoughts and dreams, whatever you like. We absolutely see Forza Horizon Five. Um, uh, that's one that I'm pretty firm on uh, in terms of, uh, you know, I think we'll see it. I think it's coming this fall. I think it'll be a showcase title. Can um, I tell you something? I have an inside source, and it will be set in Mexico. I was. Do we have the same source? Am I? Have told me that it's in Mexico. It is, and my source has never been wrong. Your source has told you 
Yeah, Gaming posted that like a month ago, dude. Get with the time. And, uh, and who, 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 who do you think? I don't him? name sources. Me. I did not get that from you. I was the source, you guys. <laughs> I, I was a source for for a bit of information for somebody for Ains. I was. I was. was. And Look I actually said it as as it was. Um, did you really? Look at me. I'm an insider now. I'm an insider. I fell I fell backwards into that information. You fell Look backwards into you it. Saw, um, you saw his eyes glow with vindication. <laughs> in that one, in that one, you moment. see how excited he got. He, yeah. he did. blowed up right there. But I, I was tell being you, like, you know, sarcastic, and this guy was all in on it. I will say, I fear for the people that live and die on leaks. Um, goodness gracious, what a war of escalation with yourself! Like, I'm, I'm worried about my boy Jeff Grubb. Uh, I mean, his, his, because every day he's got to one up himself. That's got to be terrifying. That's got to be he did awful it to himself. Yeah. Yes. That's not. <laughs> I, don't give me that face. What's this? What is this face? And he's just like, yeah, why would you? Good. He, he, do, you he does it to get attention. Why would you? You can't do something to get attention, and then when you get bad attention, say, "Oh, why am I getting bad attention?" It's not really, how it works. You've not, you've not followed Jason Trier because that's exactly what happens. Yeah, but that dude's—he's <laughs> narcissist. He's a mess. We don't have to worry about that. Um, I love Ains's beef. Like he I is. Just, he's got to fight him. Yeah, he's ready. He's got he's he's... I call it like it is. I don't dance around it. Everyone cool. dances around it. What? What are we? Ains is just cool. You know, it's cool. No, I'm definitely not cool. But before before the show, you were rapping with your hat. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be the guy who literally builds your reputation on leaks, and then when get you get a leak wrong, and people call you on it. Be like, oh God! I mean, I'm just here, you know, giving information I got. You can't do that. Yeah, here's the thing: Ains is not afraid to take a stand. Everybody, <laughs> take Ains' hand. The joke is that he looks like Eminem with the hat. <laughs> That's the joke. We'll walk this road together <laughs> through the storm, whatever. It I need it. My, I need to grow my beard a little longer. You know, a little yeah. longer. Um. <sighs> anyway, Jesus Christ, where'd we go? Sorry. Here? Xbox, Xbox oh. hopes apart from yeah. Forza. So the 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 things we've heard from reliable people that are uh, projects, right? You have something like uh, the Project Dragon with IO Interactive, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's probably too early to see anything on that. Mm-hmm. You have Omen, which is the vampire supposed action game from Arcane, which probably too early to see anything on that as well, I would presume. And then you have. Um, Oh damn it! There's Indiana. one more. Um, Indiana? No, because we know about Indiana. Um, right. No, it's a code name. There's a, there's another one All out right. there for a code name. So I don't know if we see any of that. But I am the one I keep talking about, and I know I think we've even talked about it here. Is I want to see what Compulsion is working on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Compulsion is the the studio I think for Xbox that is going to surprise people. They're insanely talented. Uh, they just needed time and money, like a lot of developers. Um, and I think they have that now. And what we're what we've heard, and who knows how accurate it is, right? Um, is that it's kind of a darker, horror esque Bioshock type game. Mm-hmm. And I think Compulsion would build that really well. So I'm hoping we see at least a tease or a trailer for that. Mm. I'd like to see, you know, Halo Starfield followed by some Wolfenstein 3. I think that'd be a great fit. I think uh, Wolfenstein 3 and Evil Within 3 are two games that probably wouldn't have gotten made had Game Pass not been a factor. And now they are perfect 
To I hope Evil today. Within Three is coming. Do you think Wolfenstein Three is coming? Because Machine Games are the ones who are making um, indie, isn't it? Yeah. I believe yes, they are making indie. I think what was what I'm what I'm seeing happen more and more, and I don't know that this is this is just tangential again. No sources or any rumors or any, anything of that nature. I think we're seeing a lot of studios build to make two things. Yeah, two multiple projects. Things, multiple sure. projects. And so that's why I don't think it's necessarily out of the realm. I think nearly gone are the days where one studio makes one game. The exception, of course, being right now 343 and the Coalition. And even then, we, we're here in the Coalition might be spinning into doing other stuff as well. Yeah. So what I'm hoping really at the end of this Xbox showcase, after they've shown us that what they're going to show us, and I, I do hope that we see some new IP, we see some IP revitalized, but what I would like at the end is a reminder of all the information that we know. They flash up there on the screen, Perfect Dark, Indiana Jones, and State of Decay 3. And they ping out all the stuff that they've announced to date. Because there's a lot of stuff that's been announced by them that is coming over the course of the next three years of yeah. Xbox fandom. But it's been parsed into different information pieces over the last few years. And time feels very strange during a pandemic. So... I would love for them to remind their audience why you're buying an Xbox, why you're in the ecosystem. People like Joe who play with his friends, but he mains on his PlayStation. Why do you want to see this system? And if you ping out there, Halo, Starfield, Wolfenstein, Evil Within, Perfect Dark, Indiana Jones, Banjo-Kazooie, whatever it is, and you just ping, 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 I think that'd be a really useful tactic. I agree. And you just reminded me, by the way, that not just Xbox... And I don't. We can stay on Xbox because Joe, get your thoughts. But it just reminded me that in the coming years, we know from big developers with big budgets, we're getting Indiana Jones, Star Wars, 007, mm-hmm. um, all these huge IPs. We got Harry Potter coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got all these big IPs that people love outside, traditionally outside of games, where it feels like years ago when you got licensed games, they sucked. Right, mm-hmm. licensed games typically sucked, but it feels mm-hmm. like. They're finally moving to a place where these licensed games are going to be really damn good, and it's it's just exciting to me. Like With Spider-Man, the exception right? of Marvel's Avengers, I think you're t- completely right. <laughs> That's never, uh, I, I give you shit about it. I've never played it, so I can't really give you shit. I do oh, want yeah, to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it in the middle of the E3 thing. No, but I would love whoa. to talk about it if you give me a chance to. So uh, no, we're not going to let you sell that on this show. We're trying to game viewers. Um, well, but. After Joe gives his thoughts, Square Enix is the next show in the same day. And they're not going to waste any of that time on Avengers. So my thoughts on (laughs) Xbox is we're going to, yeah, I think it's, it's really a lot of the things that you just said we're, we're going to see. So you're going to see your Forza, you're going to see uh, whatever compulsions working on Psychonauts to the gunk. Uh, Ooh, do we get indie game? Sorry, What's Joe. That? Do we get a release date for Psychonauts two? What do you guys think? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I think that comes out in like August or something. I think it's summer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, we're going to see this whole indie uh, thing called Halo, whatever that's about. Hey, um, easy. I Halo Five. Who knew? Right? Who? Oh, told who knew? Me that this game was great. It's only, been, told it's you only been the best multiplayer good. shooter for nearly six years, but who knew? Sure, sure, nearly six. Um, so yeah, we're gonna see Halo, uh, and that's really like that's where my excitement is. It's just all on Halo because all, I, I feel like all the master ne- Master Chief needs to do is walk into the room, and I'm giving that game like my game of the year. Like I love it. Um, I'm at fever pitch for that. Yeah. But everything, anything else with 
with Xbox, like you kind of said, like a lot of things out of Bethesda, we we know they're working on a lot of things, but we don't know if there any of them are really able to show anything. Maybe we see more of Hellblade too, but even then, they just found their creative director. Um, you know, maybe we see something out of In Exile, but they just finished um, their their game Wasteland Three. So a lot of a lot of their games have already finished or wrapped up recently that i'm really interested to see and i think it it goes to show the 45 minute show for each maybe is more like we don't have all the stuff to show you this year because of the panorama but we got some stuff we're excited for and we're merging them into what would normally be a you know e3 you know conference that said i think we're gonna finally see starfield I have still no idea what that game is, so I'm not even going to pretend I know. But the definitive answer is that it's Peggle 3. And um, when it comes to Bethesda, um, they're the ones I'm more curious about because, again, them, wh- what team is working on stuff? Um, I'm really I'm really interested there. So, yeah, uh, Xbox is a giant question mark for me, but in a good way. Well, the weird thing with Bethesda, too, is you have two of their studios in uh... – uh, developing uh, f- or finishing Deathloop and um, Ghostwire, which are both timed PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you can't show those games unless, like, Microsoft was, I don't know, like, had an edible and was just like, yeah, you go do, just do you, dude, just do you. We're cool here. But maybe nah, they no maybe way. they show it and show, like, Xbox 2022 or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. I no, no clue, but... Either way, I'm definitely excited for Deathloop, not for Ghostwire. That, that game looks, as a kid say, mid as hell. Which one, Ghostwire does? Yeah, Ghostwire. It does not look good. It did not look good when, when I we last saw it, but time time can do great things for games as we're, we're learning, for sure. I think a lot in that 90-minute window, you'll see a lot of the, some of the bigger things that we've already mentioned, but you also do have the small stuff that they need to address, like Scorn, which was going to be a launch game at one point. Like, uh crossfire x's campaign which is made by remedy you know like the gameplay of crossfire x i enjoyed in that beta the maps were broken there was a lot of system element stuff that was bad but the like the just the gameplay i thought was good enough where i can have a fun campaign out of that curious to know what happens there you got 12 Um, minutes you got tunic there's a lot of mm -hmm. little indie games that people are excited for yeah let's yeah Yeah. let me see more tunic there you go where's cuphead for god's sakes it's been two years they're not even a, a studio. They're used to working independently. Like they shouldn't have been delayed. <laughs> like they took forever to release the first one because remember know, it was just many boss fights and then they like added. But it's to been. It. it was supposed to release in 2020. The DLC, Delicious Last Course. <laughs> then they said, "We'll see you." We had to delay. We're sorry. We'll release in 2021. It's the middle of 2021, and we still haven't even heard anything from them. They haven't said a word. Joe, did you? Are you hearing that Ains demands that they crunch? So that he can play his game. That's what I'm hearing. That's what That's I'm hearing. Weird. You looking like, for me dude. to deny it? Get the <laughs> fucking work. What are you doing? Ains is ready this week, boy. He is ready. You see, you see all the Cuphead developers, like the one lady, her hands are cramping. <laughs> it's speedy. <laughs> my hand. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You will oh, work, man. or I will make you work. <laughs> you will sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, that reference. But seriously, like, come on, that's one of my favorite games. I of haven't last seen my kids in a year. <laughs> you know, when you can see them, if you get the game done, 
It's not that hard. <laughs> oh boy. What a heartless human being. Yeah. yeah. But seriously, I, I, I have to hope or think we have yeah. to see that at some point. Like, come on. Although they I don't think they ever said they showed it on the Xbox stage, but I don't think they've ever said if DL, the Delicious Last Course is exclusive to Xbox because Cuphead has since released on every platform. Yeah. So it may just become an expandable thing for everything at once. Who knows? I can't wait to play that game and not beat it too hard. But like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've oh, never man. beaten it. It's just way too hard for me. So good. So good. I got I mean, midway through. I made the decision that if I was going to play a gorgeous game that was ridiculously difficult, it was going to be titled Ori. And so that's what I did instead. But I did not try and beat Cuphead. It didn't catch oh. me. It didn't catch me. Ori is fantastic, too. Ori is amazing. Ori is amazing. Um, later on that day, though, guys, is the Square Enix Showcase, which is or Square Enix Presents is what they're calling it. Uh, it's going to have news on Marvel's Avengers, including the War for Wakanda, which is the big Black Panther expansion, which yeah. people are, are speaking about as if it's going to be this game's Taken King. Which uh-huh. So they're going to get back to double-digit players? Here's all right, all right, Paul Tassie. <laughs> go ahead and write an article Paul for Tassie, Don't you dare! I'm just saying that man will go to Reddit. <laughs> don't he will scroll dare. Reddit for six and a half seconds and then write a story on it like he knows what he's talking no, about. No, but see, that's the thing, right? I don't write a story on it. I joke about it. Fair, fair. So anyway, they're going to be showing off some stuff from War for Wakanda, which is is overdue uh, for sure. Life is Strange will be there. Babylon's Fall, which is the PS4 uh, PC exclusive game. Uh, that we heard about in 2018, I believe. Uh, I don't even remember what type of game that is. Uh, but then you have to wonder what else you're going to see in a Square Enix Presents. I get uh, Forspoken too, right? Forspoken? I don't know this one. Forspoken is the, PS- uh, it's the one that uh, Sony signed as a PS5 exclusive for okay. two years. Um, so it's the one that they showed gameplay for uh, like two months ago, three months ago. Gotcha. Now I'm, I'm seeing it. The- the more you guys talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, just shut up, put a ring on it, PlayStation. Like, a lot of this stuff is just and Final Fantasy 16 PlayStation stuff. I mean, yeah. it has to be there, right? It's a huge, yeah. This is a this is a huge conference for PlayStation. It's kind of like they're there, but they're not. Um, you know, we're going to probably see more integrated stuff. Uh, you're going to probably see, yeah, Final Fantasy 16. I'm really excited about seeing Final Fantasy Origins, as y'all know. I'm a big uh, from software fan, and I love what, what Team Ninja what? has done with. Can you please? Can you settle down? No, I no, no. Love... You said Final Fantasy Origins, and then said you're a big from software fan, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm so, not joking. So he, oh, you're not playing you. he doesn't know what Origins is. You got to explain. Oh, so rumor has it. I'm sorry, I was being a dick. Rumor has it, uh, Team Ninja, the the makers of of uh, Neo, Neo One, and Neo Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be making. A Final Fantasy game in the style of like of a From Software's game, okay. or Souls game. No, I know. I did know that. I thought yeah, yeah. you meant that From Software was making a Final Fantasy no, game. No, I'm sorry. Why I was my brain up. being mush. My apologies. So, like, <laughs> I'm really excited there because I'm not a big Final Fantasy person, but I love a good Soulsborne game. Sure. That's what I really meant to say. And so, I I want to see if that's going to 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 grip me. Um, Babylon's Fall, I'm interested in taking a look at, uh, you know, it's just like, it's something we've seen a snippet of, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm excited, and Forspoken did look pretty interesting to me, but we still just saw, like, a lady running through the woods and stuff, so <laughs> maybe we see more of that, maybe we don't, but 
yeah, Square Enix is definitely one where I'll, I'll need a friend to be excited for me because uh, I got nothing. Like, uh, uh, maybe we see, actually, now that I'm saying it, we see War for Wakanda, but also rumor has it is that Eidos Montreal, they're working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game. So I would like to see that, see what they do there. I think Eidos is an incredibly talented studio, so. I'm interrupting only to say that we do know Eidos Montreal is going to be there with their new game. We know that. Also, Life is Strange could punch me in the stomach, and I would thank it. So can't wait to have the Life is Strange 3 there. Cool. I'm excited so much for this Sunday because of I, I do enjoy Avengers for some reason right now. Um, I just got locked locked in, but the Xbox stuff. Then you have the War for Wakanda. I want to see what Black Panther has. I wonder if they put in Spider Man for PlayStation users. But then later oh, on that day, also, that we're supposed to have some WB Games news. Gotham Knights is my jam. So like Sunday was built for Luke Lore potentially superheroes and Xbox, and and that's why I'm I'm stoked. But WB Games, I mean, you could see theoretically something from Suicide Squad, though I don't expect it. But Gotham Knights, absolutely. You have to imagine they're doing something there. I would have to imagine also they put some Harry Potter content in there to showcase. And uh, the Gollum game. Gollum or? Golem. Like, Gollum. Golem. Okay. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Come on. Well, it's two different, two different games. Let's make sure I'm new. Um, and then you, what else is going to happen for, for this summer from WB? I feel like there was one more that was going to come out towards the end of the year. Um, I want to see more Gotham Knights. Luke, I'm right there with you. I think I think we may even be on the same brain length here. Like it's like Halo and Gotham Knights. Mm-hmm. Those are my most like dude, I'm so amped. Gotham Knights look so good. And to mm-hmm. see that long vertical slice that they had and they delayed it, I'm like, oh no. Maybe, maybe they're just like, forget it. We'll just be PS5 or Xbox. Maybe they delayed it because you know the whole thing that's going on with Discovery and them's maybe getting management all in the tizzy but I'm i sure so hope i didn't see it was uh back for blood by the way that's the thank other you one. thank you yes that would be my three top games walking in back for blood looks insane be Incredible. so fun i'm yeah. curious to know how gotham knights will handle crossplay, if at all because that will thrill me if you and i are able to play together cross cross system because you know you prefer to pick up the dual sense i prefer to pick up the xbox one controller and and we should be able to do that, you know? So that is a hoping. game that I wouldn't mind just because of our friend group playing it on Xbox just for you guys, or maybe even just do this shit for me. That's true. Do this shit for me. Well, so, we yeah. play a lot of our, our Xbox. And I play whatever they want to play and I'm just happy to be there. Cause that's friendship. <laughs> not, true. not true, but not I draw the line at Avengers. There you go. But uh, no, you play Sea of Thieves. But the rest of the stuff yeah. you've been on both consoles, because Outriders yeah. and and Fortnite and stuff, crossplay is cool. Again, That's I'm really kind of the point of getting Yeah. Ains never never played. Let's just derail the whole show for a minute. Sure. Ains will never. We said Halo Five. Ains, this is your jam. He's like, no, I have a family. Come on. These guys play at seven p.m. on weekdays. Who does that? <laughs> I gotta go. Who does that? VHR crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plays at 7 p.m. on weekdays. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. What were we talking about? (laughs) I don't care about the carpal tunnel. That's right. God damn. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah. During the school year, I gotta get up early. You know, 
Plus, you're on that weird care. mountain time. I don't care. I don't Hurts. care. I get up early, what? just sleep is, less. Is mountain time just for people that live in the mountains? <laughs> 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 I'm excited for the, for this. What is it next show? The Saturday, June twelfth bit cast because uh, it's going to be a little later in the day so that Ubisoft can go, which means it'll be a normal time, not this weird like yeah. I got to remember. Like, all right, you can't eat lunch, Luke, because then your tum tums. You're gonna have to go to the bathroom. You gotta make sure. Okay, this is nice. Are you a child? Yes, yes, we have covered this. <laughs> Joe's like, yes, look right behind me. Look right behind you. Look right behind Joe. Absolutely, we are big children. You're talking about having to eat lunch at a specific time and being in bed on time. You a gremlin? <laughs> you know what I want to see at Warner Brothers? An Arkham <laughs> Origins that? remaster. I want that to happen. If Gotham Knights is going to be in 2022, throw Luke mm-hmm. a little cheddar for the for this holiday. Give me a little something to play in the Arkhamverse. Remaster Arkham Origins. Just put it out there so I can get the achievements all over again. Hunt down those dumb. <laughs> Riddler things. I want me some Batman in my life. Okay, fair. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, you <laughs> not arguing on that point. The PC happened. gaming show is is that day for the next uh, generation of Windows and Excel. Um, June fourteenth, we'll have an indie showcase called the Gorilla Collective. If you're not familiar with that, that is a very popular indie uh, thing for developers. Take Two and Capcom. What's Capcom going to show? They already released Resident Evil Village. Capcom is going to show that game that they debuted with the PlayStation 5. Um, oh, Pragmata. Thank you, Pragmata, yeah. which looks very Kojima-ish. Very. Uh, um, so they'll show that, I think. We'll probably get an update on that. What about something like um, a tease for maybe Resident Evil 4 remake? That's happening. Why not do it in the Resident crazy. Evil showcases? They've had Because they've had those. They want to save that hype for Resident Evil 8. Yeah, maybe you let Resident Evil 8 launch and do its thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Such a good I'm, game. I'm very Such happy oh, yeah. for, for that one. Yeah. Fantastic. I can't wait. I'm gonna be I'll be playing it this week. I promise you guys. Oh, you haven't played it yet? I I have I got to, to Lady D's castle. Um and then the worst part of the game. Really and truly. Lady D's like, castle? That's literally the yeah, beginning. That's the very beginning, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I got there and I just I've been too busy to pick it back up. Game gets way better after the castle, and the game's good through the castle, but I think it's better the more you play it. Okay. I, think it I think it grows on you. Yeah. I think so. I think it starts slow and ends up great. I like the castle. I love the house. I didn't care for the factory as much. That's fair. The factory was weird to traverse. That's cool. You guys could just spoil the goddamn game. <laughs> um, but Capcom, other than those, I don't know. I yeah. When do we see, and I'm not saying we see it here, but at some point in time, we've got to see Street Fighter V. I was about to say five or six. Street Fighter six. Yeah. Six. Did I screw that up? Sorry. You said five. I didn't know if there was a multi-plat announcement. No, no, no. It, five is out and has five's the PlayStation one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So six, 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 six is, is the next one. I was thinking the same thing, but in my mind, Ains, I feel like we would have seen that somewhere by now, you know, rumblings, key art somehow, some way, because I'm, what else could they, what else do they got? You know, monster yeah. hunter stuff maybe, but Feel like we just yeah. had a big Monster Hunter Monster thing Hunter. recently with, with they're the doing Wii. the whole There's, yeah switch. They're doing the whole classic game thing with their stadium, the Capcom Stadium. But I don't know how you do that in a show. Let's take a minute. I've I've been reviewing that. I'm working my way through. There's a lot to review there. That's a really cool thing, Capcom it Stadium. It's really cool. It is cool. Really cool. I know it's on Switch already, but I've been playing the Xbox stuff. It's really really neat. Um, scrolling on through the, the last one, I think that I don't know if we'll. 
you guys want to talk about Take Two, but Nintendo is on June fifteenth. Take Two, real quick. Yeah, go take for two, it. Take Two includes Rockstar. So uh, we'll see Grand Theft Auto Five for the nineteenth time, um, and they're going to charge you seventy dollars for it. So have fun there. Um, but do we see anything about the rumored Rockstar stuff that they've supposedly been working on for years now, which is Bully bringing Bully back? Uh, potentially a remake of Red Dead Redemption 1 in the new Red Dead Redemption 2 engine. Um, do we see anything? You have to imagine they do something for Grand Theft Online, right? Something they've got to talk about. But I, I have to think Rockstar shows up in some form. Yeah. I, I would love to see Bully, uh, whether it's like a remaster and then like, or a remake or whatever. Um, that's a series I hear so much about and I never, I've never played, but everybody that's ever touched that thing says that they love it um i'm very excited for red dead one that is like no joke there's like red dead one is one of my favorite games of all time i will replay the hell out of that in that engine for sure um and i hope like they they also bring red dead online you know there as well because i love the classic red dead redemption multiplayer and then maybe they announce something just for you, Ains, that makes Red Dead 2 fun. Son of a go. bitch. He got me, Joe. <laughs> or Luke, he got me. Failed him. Oh, oh, God, I'm with him. What, like, do what I, I care told, anymore? No. What I told someone, this guy's playing Avengers and saying Red Dead 2 is not fun. Um, That's true. Well, what, was, <laughs> what I was going to say was I was talking to friends earlier, uh, people with taste, and we were saying that if they remake Red Dead 1 in the new engine, you know Rockstar will resell it, of course. So yeah. I hope my ideal thing would be to get a package that includes all of Red Dead, meaning two enhanced for Series X and PS5 and Series S, right? Where you get 60 frames and whatever, textures, with Red Dead 1 remake that includes everything from Red Dead 1, including zombies, of course. Oh, God, yes. Um, and then you could literally just play the entire Red Dead Saga on one kind of collection, which would be amazing to me. Yeah, that would be, no joke, that would be amazing. But because I was it, thinking of all the cool DLC that they had for online as well. Man, there's tons. Was, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, tons. Tomahawks um, were so much fun. So broken. It was. Yeah, I played that a lot with a buddy of mine. Um, mm -hmm. The only problem with this whole plan is that that would be cool for fans, and so Rockstar's probably not doing it. True. Also, take two, we're going to probably see Bioshock. Oh, yeah, I mean, supposedly they've been working on it, but I hadn't thought about that. I've yeah. kind of erased Bioshock from my mind out of sadness because they screwed it up so bad. And did you? And that even when I said it, it came with sadness. Yeah. I really want to replay three um, because I remember loving that game, but I don't remember a lot of it. Hmm. So I need to rejog my memory there. But it's such a great game. Bioshock One as well. It's just. A masterpiece. Did, did you play Burial at Sea for Infinite? No, that's the one. That's the reason why I want to go through it again. Literally, it, it connects the sea. entire story back to Bioshock One, and it's freaking incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Luke it blew care. my mind. It literally blew my He's mind. Thinking about playing as Black Widow or whatever, Black Window, Black Window. Um, okay, sorry, you, you were going to Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, what do you think Nintendo's showing us? With Bandy Namke. I could not say it's, it's weird because I was going to be like, take two, eh, whatever. 
And so, now I'm like, Nintendo, eh, whatever. Like, I trust nothing from Nintendo. They could show me their Super Switch. And in my mind, the gamer in me wants to be like, yes, new Nintendo system. But the adult in me is like, been burned before. Been burned before. <laughs> they got to so, show me some type of games that appeal beyond their usual stuff. If they come out and it's nothing but anime looking, and I'm not attacking this because it's a huge market. It's just not for me. Sure. But the same thing they always do. It just feels very, I don't know, very adolescent, very focused to a very specific group of gamers. And it's not me. If Nintendo does more Nintendo, I am not interested. Same with Take-Two. If Rockstar does more Rockstar, I'm fading out. I'm fading out. Like, I really am. I don't want to brush my horse. And I'm not trying to be silly or joke. Like, interests. I'm just not interested in that, right? But your horse gets faster if you do it. No one gives a damn. It should go fast anyway. It's a video game. Um, (laughs) But the thing is, there are tons of people that want those things. So it'll be kind of a cool, like, collective, like, happiness, good feel, ending E3 week kind of thing where I can see everybody be excited. But the only thing that's going to make me excited is Metroid Prime 4. And or a Metro Prime trilogy, but right now I've, I've been burned. They could show me Splatoon three, and I love Splatoon two, but am I gonna boot my Switch back up really and play for more than a week? No, <laughs> that's the thing. For more than a week, no, I'm just not. And so there's a lot of like, well, eh, because if I want to play Splatoon three with my buddies, we got to set up a Discord call. I got to connect the app. I got to turn this. In. There's like too many built-in frustrations with Nintendo now. Um, I know you like Splatoon, buddy. We played a lot together as well. Um, my point is, Nintendo does a lot of a lot of Nintendoing. Like I just don't want to do a lot of what they have now at the the phase I'm at in my life and my interests. I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong. I'm never rooting against them. That's one of the frustrating things about E3 time is when you content creators talk about it and it sounds like you're rooting against people. No, not at all. I want these things to be incredible. I just don't have an interest in it anymore for some of it. I've been to the promised land. Um, that is the Nintendo store in New York city. It's oh, a bye. glorious, oh, oh, it's, it's a glorious place. It's a glorious place. And visiting that time during E3 is also a special type of magic. Like everybody's just there. Just soaking in the moment, soaking up the games. And I remember playing Mario Odyssey, which is an overrated game, but even just loving it there. Cause it's just like I'm in I'm in the Mecca, man, for the nerds right here. Uh there is like a soft spot in my heart for Nintendo. And it's actually one of the things in gaming I always try to not learn a lot about. I always want to kind of be ignorant to because I I love the Nintendo magic of things. So I don't actually want to know how the sauce is made there. I just want to sit back for 30, 40 minutes and just just be wowed and just be, be a, a five-year-old kid again. That said, uh, I'm most excited for Splatoon 3. I love Splatoon. It's the best franchise out of Nintendo. Um, I love it. Like Splatoon 1, I love Splatoon 2. I have a gross amount of hours in. And Splatoon's just a game that... You could take out your frustration on the youth in that game. It's like walking up to a lunchroom with a foldable chair and just like, you know, bash these kids over the head. You want to, the caveman in you does, but you can't. 
And how did we, so how did we transition to assaulting kids, Luke? What has happened here? Dog, just let me have this. I oh, hate boy. kids. Dog, just start bam, bam. Like this is like you know WWE type of stuff. For the good of my career, um, I'm not paying attention right now. Sure, sure. <laughs> and Luke's in there chewing in the back. Like get that kid over there, the smelly one. You're like, all right, bam. Thanks, Luke. Yeah. Teacher. Tell him to get back to work on Delicious Last Course while you're at it. Exactly. Say, <laughs> this one's for your lazy mother. <laughs> but yeah, so I love Splatoon. Oh. Like, it's one of my favorite multiplayer games. Um, I want to see more Mario out of them as well. I want to see a Mario that takes some risks. I don't think Odyssey was that game. And I want to see Breath of the Wild too, because a lot, they say that their inspiration is Red Dead Redemption 2. Stop And it. that gets me that gets me a little excited. That Nintendo gets me couldn't a little accomplish excited. that if they tried. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just excited. <laughs> Let me have fun here. So yeah, in Bandai Namco, they're gonna have some some Pac-Man bullshit. Hey. <laughs> so your boy Jeff Grubb, Luke, yeah. um, you know, your good buddy, he said, and this is on him, that Jeff Keeley. Mm-hmm. As Elden Ring for Summer Game Fest, which would be Bandai Namco. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm not. I'm not Jeff, and I'm not leaking stuff, and I don't know. And I honestly, I don't the re- get the, re- the reason I brought it up was it's Souls. I mean, this is the next from software game. This there's right. millions of people waiting for this. I'm not. Right. <laughs> And I'm not. I am. I'm gonna buy Elden Ring. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with Elden Ring. Throw my controller at a TV for Elden Ring. I'm excited for that game because it's one step closer to Bloodborne Two. You just gotta believe it. Yeah. Just go play Dark Souls Three. It's better anyway. You know, Ainge. You say a lot of shit. You say (laughs) a lot of dumb shit. I can swear I heard somebody else make that argument. Miles Doppler guy. Miles Doppler guy. Yeah. Doppler. Doppler. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm disrespecting him for this joke. Um, (laughs) Dark Souls 3 is no, and honestly, like, Dark Souls 3 is my second favorite, and it's very close. It's a better game. I mean, you could be wrong. That's fine. I like the match. You can like Bloodborne was so great, it'd have a sequel by now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Crackdown 3. Shut your mouth. (laughs) You got three of them. You got three of them. Three mediocre games that were, two of them were held up by a Halo beta. Don't give me this garbage. Uh, I'm really excited to find out if we see anything about Jedi Fallen Order 2. I'm changing some because I don't care what you're saying. How about that? (laughs) Jedi Jedi Fallen Fallen Order Order 2. And (laughs) Titanfall 3 are my two dream announcements for this That'd be an EA play in July. Yeah, it counts as E3, though, doesn't it? Like, real talk. Like, when you remember that announcement, would you not count it as E3? I still would. Probably, but I still don't know why EA decided to go a month and a half out. Makes that's really weird to me. It's really weird. It's really weird. They're I, always, always they kick off E3. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're a month and a half or a month and a week, whatever, after uh, all of this. Give me that battlefield beta, though. Yeah, it's got it. They've got to find. I'm it, well, we see that have, next week. Yeah, they've got to be sitting down with Xbox and saying, okay, Battlefield 6 and Halo, let's time these right because. If they make the same Titanfall Call of Duty mistake, if they make the same Ubisoft, uh, uh, Immortals, Watchdogs, Assassin's Creed mistakes, if they kill their own markets, I will be livid. Livid. 
and they they will have an angry tweet from Luke War about that. Oh, shake your fist. <laughs> All the That's developers right. just ran really back to the computers right now to start working again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it just it it would blow my mind if they were not sitting down and, and figuring out how to make sure that they do this without shooting themselves in the foot. I honestly think that's why Horizon Forbidden West has not shown us its release date. I mean, New God of War was vacating, and then we got confirmation that they were, but you have to think they're making sure they're not stepping on the toes of another giant game and more likely not putting themselves next to Breath of the Wild 2. Because in my mind, Breath of the Wild ate its lunch last time for for what should have been Mindshare Game of the Year, etc., etc., but I don't think that it would happen a second time. But why risk it? Why chance it? Breath of the Wild yeah. ate what game's lunch? Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizons. Oh, Horizon's a better game. Um, I've is. heard that a lot. And and yeah. and I can see a lot of good arguments for it. But in Mindshare and yes, in award yes, yes, shows yes. and everything else, no one was talking it's, about Horizon. It's, it's Zelda, man. <laughs> yeah. Zelda. Like, so they, like, they shouldn't do that to themselves again is my point. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Uh, on Battlefield... Whether or not we see the the rumor, of course, again, there's a million rumors, but, you know, the whole Game Pass thing with Battlefield, um, which I do think has weight. But regardless of that, I just need Battlefield 6 or whatever Battlefield, the reboot, to be old school Battlefield. It needs to feel like Battlefield 3 or 4. Uh, it needs to launch well. The damn servers have to work. The UI has to not be atrocious. Um, I private hope it servers at launch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Private lobbies. Exactly. Even if they're rentable, just whatever it has to work and it has to be a good game because I enjoyed one uh, battlefield one. It still didn't have the same flair and feel as four. I battlefield five was probably the weakest in my opinion. Um, it didn't keep its audience hardly at all. This has to launch. Well, as long as it launches well, I don't, you know, release date doesn't matter to me. I get your point. You don't want the game to die. Um, but uh, I just need the game to be good. Yeah. See, I'm I'm right. I, I love Battlefield. I think too. when Battlefield when Battlefield's at its best, it's better than Call of Duty. By far, not even close. When Battlefield's at 75%, it's better than Call of Duty, but well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Battlefield 5 was mm. yeah, I know. Like, Battlefield 5 was a letdown for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I have high hopes though. I have really high hopes for 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 this battlefield game, man. I'm I, I got a lot of fond memories there as well. So yeah. I can't wait. Like that's why this holiday season packed full of games that I want to play really bad. Uh, if everything falls really? in the line right. Yeah. Well you're I just mean, talking battlefields I mean, meh for E3. How are you in packed for we got Halo? We got Halo. We got Battlefield. Pray to God Horizon. That's good. Pro- probably. Th- that's packed. Probably. Three? Three big that's ones? packed for me. Yeah, if we got one September, October, November, what am I doing? Oh, and then Dying Light in, de- in December? Dying Light Four. in December. You got Far Cry 6. I don't know if you guys are interested. Oh, shit. Yeah, five. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Now we're up to five. Call of Duty, you'll probably yeah. play. Probably. And you know, and you know there's going to be other games. Or at least sure. Games. Absolutely. That, absolutely. I mean, I, in my own notes, I have the list of games that are confirmed already for E3, and like some of them are... are pretty pretty substantial but the reason I, I don't feel like this holiday is packed in my mind but as we say it out loud i'm like oh yeah you're right i don't know that dying light and far cry 6 will enrapture me the way a halo would no, um yeah. or a horizon would but still i mean they're they're up there the halo and horizon are like s tier if that makes sense whereas the sure. others are, are falling into a or b or c H- halo is the game where for me um 
the world stops? Yes. Well, that yeah. too. Like, I mean, there will be nothing else I play um, yeah. for quite a while when that game releases. Uh, like I said, I have seven or 800 hours into Halo 5 by itself. Um, never Not mind. With us. Huh? Not with us. We well, tried, Joe just played we? it last week for the first time, for God's sakes. We've been trying every day since. Uh-huh. Every right. day. But um this guy for six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Luke, by the way, let's put this on record. He sure. he he joins the party that I'm hosting for private games on Halo 5 last uh, Saturday. I'll mute you. A lot of excuses you. are ahead. Muted. He's muted. Okay. So <laughs> he's muted. Joins the party and tells me and the rest of the party that why aren't we playing Master Chief Collection? Because Halo 5's bad. Then he logs in to play with us. He's a rank one. He's never played it. Uh huh. So he's, so he's saying it's bad without the knowledge. That this sounds is the like game that. critic in in Joseph Moran here, Mister mm-hmm. Bad Take. Yeah. Now yeah, I get it. Are you done? I played Warzone plenty. I don't know why I'm ranked. I'll be honest. I don't oh know yeah, why here I'm we go. I played I for hundreds of hours. I don't know why my rank okay, is one. Even okay, even if I haven't played for hundreds of hours, I embarrass this man. Because I'm not saying what? I won every game, but I but I was always above him. Like here's old man Ains, here's Joe right here. I think he was above was me like number twice, two. and we were playing goofy games. We weren't playing real Halo multiplayer. Oh, uh, we weren't playing real Halo. Okay, so the guns I was using, it's just not even okay. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I uh, told you we can go one v one, bro. We'll go old school. Oh man, old school. Oh, man. I love Halo Five. That game Halo Five is amazing. It is the best Halo multiplayer. I'll take that argument to anyone any day. I agree. The problem with when people talk about Halo is that they put on their nostalgia glasses. Yes, and I'm not that guy. I will die on a hill fighting every one of you geriatrics who's like Halo shouldn't have a sprint. No, you're no, that, just functionally stupid, wrong. Yeah, that's, that's a, a dumb cover. thing. And Halo 5's mantling is amazing. Like, I love that you can just, you can mantle over stuff. In their time, uh, you can make an argument for Reach. Reach had just immaculate multiplayer. uh, (laughs) People didn't think so at launch. They were wrong. (laughs) They're just wrong all day long. Reach was amazing. Um, And Halo 5, what a tale, man. What a tale. If you market a game poorly, if you sell the expectations poorly, for your game and give people the opposite of what you're saying you're going to give them that that breaks everything because mechanically halo 5 is a masterpiece visually incredible it's just it's just wild to me how bad they messed that messaging up and it was on a bad system that xbox one launched all right all right bye, bye, bye. we get it we get it what what am i why am i in trouble for that every song system. and dance oh i love Halo Five. this that he should. Joe's just jealous because he hasn't played it. That's yeah, I yeah. played it the other day. I gave I it a real good, honest chance. I had to sh- shift it over to uh, internal storage so to play with them, and they were surprised when my rank was higher than all of them. I was like, "Yeah, I put a lot of time into this bad boy back in the day." Don't like to brag. Back in the day, humble brag, humble brag. Anything else, Luke? <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to get him on track. I'm trying to get him on track. That's all I'm doing. No, I think we've covered kind of E3 and our excitements for it and what we're looking forward to. I got a question. I got a question. Yeah, here's the deal about Avengers. I uh, so, no, shut up. Shut you his mic now. Uh, yes. I, hold on. Before what I was doing over here, you see me looking at my screen as I'm, I'm looking up the actual statistics of Mr. Bad Take here on Halo Five. 
Oh, oh got him. Let's hear it. You, and and remember, you just told me you've been playing all week and trying to get me to play. So with that in mind. This I've is not a, been playing all week. I'm fucking with you on that part, but go for it. It's a five and a half year old game that he uh -huh. says, you know, he has good experience with. You have played it for a total of 11 hours and you have eight wins. That's right. That's all you need. That's Can you all see you mine? Need. 11 hours. Can you pull mine up? This is all you need. If I'm if I'm not enthralled with your multiplayer experience past hour ten, come on now. The, come on. The now. question wasn't that. The question was why were you saying it was bad when you never played it? As bad because I played it for eleven hours and I didn't like. No, it no, 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 no. Out. You said it was bad before those eleven hours. That's true. You did. You tried understand. to get into play no sprinting Halo in, in Master Chief Collection. Can you see my name? Oh, I don't know. AIDS, I was probably trolling you in the moment. I don't nope. know. Nope. I got witnesses. No, nope. okay. All right. <laughs> I don't I don't really yeah. care. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah. Uh you have played right. it for six days, so 130 some hours. That's right. That's beautiful. That's right. Love Cute. that game. It's a good game. I won't tell you how much I've played it for. I don't know. Put it put it up. Respect. Respect. I mean, that's six up. days. I'm proud of that. I'm not ashamed of that. 24 days. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wait, could you see my could you see my Master Chief collection uh total? Yeah, that's time? a whole different that's a whole different portal, probably. Uh, I, I can get it. Bear with me. Yeah. Keep talking. Um, okay. I got a question for you guys. Summer Games Fest versus E3. It's odd we did not bring this up. Um before we we're you know the pissing contest that was Halo 5. <laughs> of which again, with only 11 hours in, I bested Ains in the there, there, There's no contest, believe um, me. Yeah, there is none because I beat you every time. So what do you guys think about this like to match up between E3 versus All right, I, I've got it. Games Fest? Genuinely Go have it. Um, E3 all day because Summer Game Fest burned me out last year. Now, pandemic, struggling, putting together. I get it. Trying something new. Appreciate that. A lot of things they tried to do last year. A lot of things they were genuinely successful for. And I will take nothing away from Keeley and his crew for the hard work they put in. But not at all was it when I heard Summer Game Fest, was I happy when I heard it. I was like, oh, God. Because in my mind, I associate it with dragging something out. And yeah. what have I just got done telling you guys over the last hour? That I'm excited because there's this very small window of time where lots of potential announcements to make me and my interests are there. And then surrounding that are, are things that might make me interested, but that other people are going to love. Remember what they say, like, if you find three things out of a showcase, you should be pleased and be happy. I already have like three things in one day that I know I'm going to see. And I'm mm -hmm. thrilled by that. So E3 all day, Summer Game Fest, it'll be potentially a delicious last course. Or a, a terrible, terrible uh, ending to an otherwise good meal, you know? So yeah. Summer Game Fest is, looks to be more successful this year because they're following the model of E3. True. Um, you know, the model we're getting this year is essentially the E3 schedule. E3, the past few years, basically kicks off on Saturday. You get Xbox on Sunday. Then you get some, like, it used to be Bethesda uh, and PlayStation at the time on Monday. And then E3 was Tuesday to Thursday. It was basically six days, right? Um, which is exactly what we're getting right here, right? It starts, there's like a pre-show on Friday, but it's nothing. You get Ubisoft on Saturday, and you get Gearbox on Saturday. Then you get Xbox, you get Square Enix on Sunday, and then it kicks into E3 with all the other companies. 
Um, so I think that's why it's going to be successful. The one thing we also didn't mention is that we talked about PlayStation and not having really a show, but PlayStation's listed as an official partner for Summer Game Fest. So sure. I wonder if either we're going to get trailers or they're just kind of mixed in there somewhere. I don't, obviously, PlayStation's doing something. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listed. Yeah. They are going to do something. I do think also um, they, they'll have like a... Because they, they have like their premiere kickoff day, and I think they'll throw in like a Horizon or a Kina and call it a day. Oh, Kina. I keep forgetting that's coming, what, August? August, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that, too. Which one's By the Kina? way, you have you have seven days played a Master Chief Collection. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Which one's I think that's Kina? good. That's good, right? Yeah. It's... You got to find mine out, mine out too, Ains. Okay. But Ke- at, Kina? What, what's that one? By the way. Kina's the the... the the DreamWorks uh, animators that left, and they're yeah, making yeah, it's, yeah. they made the the you know uh, Zelda short, and then kind of build a game on it. Game looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, that came. I'm sad. I was. I remember being disappointed. It was uh, exclusive. Well, exclusive. and the only thing I I mentioned about like E3 versus Summer Games Fest is do you do you think that these companies have learned from last year? Never. Of like, here's what we need to do, right? Like, here's here's what we, we we can do to have a good show, type of thing. Because yeah, I'm I'm with you, Luke. I'm not hot on Summer's Game Fest, and maybe that's why I walk into this E3 so like, yeah, burnt out. Because I'm like, I mm-hmm. you guys made a lot of promises last year. Um, but with that said, you know, I I just don't, I I don't have the the faith that Keeley's going to bring it home and that's oh. not going to make it so drawn out. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same exact time, I also think the ESA is pretty inept as well. We've saw that oh, where they yeah. don't even give you, you know, how long these things are going to run for and leaking out people's information. So yeah, that, that's why I, I ask Cause I, I, I don't know if these companies have truly learned how to don't really take my hype with this. Don't take my my hype and excitement to have anything to do with the ESA. It does not. <laughs> not even a little. In fact, I did what many creators did. I looked at get, getting an influencer badge and, or a press badge. I really did. And I was like, there's no benefit. Only drawbacks. Only drawbacks. In, in, yep. in my particular case, right? And I was like, ah, no. I got no mine today, funny enough. Did you? Yeah. I, we'll talk I'm, a little bit after the show because I, I, I checked, yeah, that, I I checked it for thoughts. more than five minutes. And I, and I was just like, eh. I don't so even know. I don't even know what the point of it is. But when you yeah, exactly, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, yeah, when you get when you get approved for media, when you reapply, it asks you if you've been media before, gotcha. uh, and that kind of helps you get uh, approved quicker. I think. Yeah. Um, hmm. So yeah, I just got mine today, uh, and you have to just sign into the portal. But I don't. I have no expectation of what that's going to do. Right. Yeah. By the way, I'm still looking at like achievements and shit. Oh, you had Ains, uh, ten, you had ten days of Master Chief Collection. Nice, nice, nice. Ains, since we didn't get to, you, do you want to show Luke what uh, a fan uh, gave us this week? Absolutely, I will. Yeah. Let me let Luke, me take a look at this. This is a lot of. You did this, this when I went and changed shirts, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything. This is courtesy of uh, our friend of the show, uh, James Suddy. I hate that. Guy. And we really wanted to brand the show. Um, and to really give it a new kind of logo that had personality. Yeah. Um, and so I think every time that we kind of start, 
Mm -hmm. uh, really, this is what's going to play on the video from now on. Mm -hmm. I hate this. I hate it here. What's with the what's with the scruff? What's with the scruff? That's <laughs> the part that offends me most. Because if you remember, <laughs> I think it's because you look unkept. <laughs> Last time we recorded, you hadn't shaved, and I joked with you. And you joked that you were trying to grow it like me. And I think that was last episode. Uh, gotcha. So right after the episode, James uh, put that together. So we'll, we'll get that shared among the community. So it's out there. It's um, weird. It's weird because now I have to go meet Sadi's mom. <laughs> like, here we are. You know? <laughs> this is this is where this is the war of escalation. Cycle. Yeah, it's crazy. But I'll do what I have to do. You know? Yeah, you do it. Between Ains yelling at these developers and then you know, Luke yelling at Sadi to turn his dialysis machine off when we're playing sea of thieves so i'm really just working it's not with the that it's that the, the beeps scare me i'm like please don't <laughs> die while we're playing sea of thieves <laughs> he'll, he'll yell at him. He's like, you're breaking my immersion <laughs> <laughs> i don't care about kidneys i don't care you know, i'm like dude whoa it's true Suddy's our friend and we care for him it's true. It sounds we've derailed completely. Uh, I would like to say for the audience <laughs> that after a, I don't, um, after a very trying school year uh, and hitting vacation, I'm going to be going to Galaxy's Edge uh, later on this summer. And Ains, you, you may be thrilled to know I'm going to get myself a spork. I'm going to get myself a spork. <laughs> I'll mail you one, buddy. I'll mail you one. And Joe's already got one. So it's not one. just a spork, Luke. Oh, jeez. I will run downstairs. I'll get the spork. Nobody cares, Joe. Oh, now it's a spork. Yeah. Now it's a spork. It's, space it's fork. a space spork. It's a space fork. You call it a spork because it belongs in space. But I thought you said it could be a spoon, too. It could be. That's oh. the that's the beautiful thing because in space, no gravity. Are you done being dumb? Because you're just wrong here. You're just wrong. Your friend went to Bojangles, got a spork, mailed it to you, and said it was from Galaxy's Edge. Congratulations. Uh, one with the force and the force is with me. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty, guys. I think that's a good show right there. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I will put in your ear, dear listener, if you're watching the premiere on YouTube or you're catching it later on. We were toying with the idea of doing it live. Uh, on Thursday, every other Thursday night, toying with that idea, not a complete thought right now. Let us know what you think, what you want. I'm not the one doing the production, so I certainly can't be the guy. Yeah, that leave says, a comment. Def leave yeah, a comment on the video whether you'd like to see this go live, and we'll we'll put a poll on the uh, on Twitter too. Yeah, yeah, and if, if not, that's fine. That's <laughs> it fine. Is, yeah, just <laughs> really, it's okay. Speak your truth. Yes, please, please. Uh, guys, you can find me uh, on Twitter at InsipidGhost. You can find me hosting the Xbox Expansion Pass each and every week. I've been having on developers from all over the gaming verse uh, over the past few weeks. I would love for you guys to check that out over on the old iTunes. Uh, again, that's the Xbox Expansion Pass. And on YouTube, Xbox Expansion Pass there too. Yep, yep. Ains, where we find your stuff? <laughs> uh, SeasonGaming.com um you can find everything there um you know we always talk about it and you guys know so just just check there there's a lot going on a lot of new videos on the channel uh i don't know how many videos we've put up in the last month or two but it's a lot a lot of different interviews a lot of podcasts a lot of uh hardware things collectibles just a whole bunch of stuff so yeah if you check that out i appreciate it but that's it porsche power everywhere else if you want to come play halo with me and joe and like record me whipping his ass you could do that too so um feel free to jump in Here's the thing. He will. He will. Like he, he, all he needs is a sniper. This guy was picking us off like the American <laughs> sniper the other day. Like he's he's done this before. He's trained for it. Yeah, and he's like, trained for it. <laughs> yeah. Also, you don't think like we've given Ains too much power. 
the the lower third. I see this. I see this, and I don't appreciate it. That's been there nearly the whole show. The whole show. I know. I know. And I'm just staring at it, and it's like, okay. I I don't know what else to call you. I mean, my name is Joe. Yeah, I call you Joe, but you have to have a a call tag, and Mr. Bad Take just seems to be it. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you still think Bloodborne's better than Dark Souls 3. That only adds to it. It It is. It is. At a later I'm show, I'm happy to know. I am gonna try Biomutant again now that like the first patch is really. Have you seen the laundry list yeah. of things they're fixing? Yeah, it's pretty cool. That 9.5 a game you you made. You, you, you I mean, not made reviewed. The the what? Say it again. That 9.5 game you reviewed. I gave it a nine. Okay. I I would like to have a show not during E3 where we uh-huh. talk about games that we feel compelled to defend that we get made fun of. Cause you guys have de- made a lot of Avengers digs. Joe and I used to make crackdown digs of Anthem, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Games that we love that we maybe have to defend or talk about why we like them because sometimes yeah. it's, it's like, it gets lost in the shuffle, but I think that would be a cool topic to talk about why we like a certain game, even though the mainstream's like not there for it. Uh, I would I'd be interested in that kind of a, a show. Sometime. It'd be pretty hard for me because I only play good games, unlike you guys. But anyway, you can find me over at Mister Bad Bit. That's my personal Twitter. You can find the show that I do each and every Thursday with me and my best friend Kyle, the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. You can find us over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find the show video version on YouTube. Spotify. I know he is. I'm just trying to <laughs> you see this. Look at how he's grinning. He's like, yeah, got Spotify, him. gonna get Google him. Play, wherever you find your podcast services, you can find God and Joe. This man. I, I fixed it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it looks bad. I don't like it like that. <laughs> to anyone listening on on bad. audio only, Ains keeps changing uh, Joe's Twitter name. It's very disrespectful and hilarious. Um, oh, Mister Badbit. That's what he said it was, right? And he did say that he's looking at he's dying inside oh, also we gotta go because Ains, Ains knees are weak his arms are sweaty or whatever so we gotta... you can I'm also find joe on again. everyone's podcast everywhere all the time yeah. all the time joe's on a hundred podcasts a day at this point yeah, joe's literally on every podcast i think that's out there right now so that's why Just i stopped listening to them all. that's fair that's fair just doing the circuit you know just gotta go out there promote the tour all right, and, and and let's get out of here. These poor people are waiting, waiting to go. They're waiting lives. to leave. No, they've already right. left. No, come on. Joe's mom's still here. Nope, she left. Oh <laughs> shit, I got it. Sorry, she left. Oh, Luke's mom's gonna be upset at me. I'm <laughs> late already. <laughs> get out of here, Joe. Come on, do the thing. Oh yeah, keep 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 casting that co-op. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs>